My English name is Terry, and I carry the language and culture from Salt Cree Nation and Treaty 6 territory. It's important for me to place myself within the land in which I come from, to honor who I am as an Ehiwaskwe. We are four-dimensional people, consisting of spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical being. My culture teaches me to respect all living things and that we are all interconnected with the trees, the water, the animals, and this land on which we stand. This land is our mother. She is someone we should be protecting from environmental harm. She is the one who provides us with life, the air we breathe, the natural medicines we need, and the food we eat. Reconciliation is about two people or groups rebuilding a relationship. As a Cree person, I do not have nothing to reconcile because our people have always held up their end of the treaty agreement. But I do the work in reconciliation because of the hopes and faith that this place will be kinder and gentler to my children and my future grandchildren and all our children. Treaty acknowledgement is also about understanding treaty and what that means in what is now known as Canada. I've been really honored to listen to many elders and knowledge keepers who share our truth about the history of our treaties. The intention of our treaties was that we agreed to share this land in friendship and peace to the depth of the plow. The depth of the plow was significant because our ancestors wanted to ensure our land was not harmed through the extraction of resources. Our ancestors lifted their sacred pipes at these signings because it signified an important binding agreement between settlers and indigenous peoples. These treaties have not been honored. 70% of children in care in this province are Indigenous, and Indigenous women are 12 times more likely to experience violence considering that we represent a small percentage of the overall population. As a mom to girls, I have to educate my daughters that they take extra precautionary measures to ensure their safety when they're not with me, because they are targets. I'd like to share a quote on the recent report on National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. The Indian Act creates marginalization, alienation, displacement and isolation of Indigenous peoples. This is because the Indian Act is an ongoing tool of oppression and genocide that clearly aims to eliminate Indigenous peoples. As a legal instrument, it puts into law the false assumptions, discriminatory practices and colonial and genocidal policies that the Canadian government historically used to clear Indigenous peoples' lands and to control and eliminate Indigenous peoples and their cultures. Its continued existence perpetuates racial and gendered violence. Regardless of amendments or improvements to Indian policy and law, the very existence of the Indian Act demonstrates racism, sexism, and a refusal to move towards self-determination for Indigenous peoples. As a result, the Indian Act cultivates and exposes First Nation women, girls, and 2SL GBTQQIA people to more violence. This information is sometimes hard to hear. I get it, but it's required. No one here is to blame. Let that sit with you for a little while. I am not blaming you. I'm asking you today to reflect on what you can do in your position or your life that can change that narrative. And in closing, I'll say this. You have a responsibility. 
you have a responsibility as a treaty person to learn and educate yourself about the land on which you stand.